Check, check, check. All right. Check, check. check. Cheers, Cheers man. Mm-hmm. Still one of my ba- favorites. I mean, 1792. 17 and 92. You can find that at Benny's for about 28 bucks. I know, man. Woodman's at like 25 bucks. Yeah. And it's it's quality. It's not going to be your favorite of all favorites, but it's going to be strong. But it's it's going to be your new favorite everyday bourbon if you want to have one finger of bourbon a day. Agreed. It would be the one that you want to go with. I agree with that statement. Don't go with the Jack Daniels or the Jim Beam or the Maker's Mark or the Knob Creek or the Woodford Reserve. I'm telling you. Let it go. 1792. This is where it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can send a uh, bottle on down anytime, folks. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my God. So, uh, buddy, I had this thing happen that was pretty cool this week. So, Tucker is starting tackle football. And right. Yes, he's only in fourth grade. I know, folks. You rolled the eyes and you go, <laughs> "What is he doing?" I get it. I grew up in Ohio. Football is my love and passion and everything. And Jeremy and I talk about it all the time, all the time. And it's probably led to some of my injuries. Well, not probably, most definitely. But <laughs> man, I just I can't tell you. Like, if you're listening and you know me and you think I'm a pretty good guy, I think a lot had to do with what I learned during football. I think the character training that comes with the sport is just undeniable. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, we're out, uh, practicing. He got his pads last week, but they didn't start. They don't start practice until tomorrow. And yeah. I'm like, you know how it is, man. You got to get used to those pads. And oh man. Do you remember that first, uh, month when you had the helmet on again, trying to get used to that red marker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wear a hat all the time. Why all you always wear time. a hat lately? Cause I got these two dimples in the yeah, middle of my forehead. This weird scar all of a sudden yeah. starts or is like scab starts yeah. to create itself. Yeah. So kids got that like harder skin right there. Yeah. It's like a weird scab. I never got that though. I got the bruises, but I saw the kids like with like leather skin. Or like a skid bark yeah. on their forehead. Yeah. Yeah. So terrible. And uh, so he wanted to wear them. And uh, so I'm like, great, let's practice. Let's go throw some footballs. Let's, you know, and get used to catching with it, moving with it. Yeah. And then he's like, are we just going to throw? Are we going to like do some other stuff? I'm like, oh shit, we can do some drills. And so we're doing um, like a breakdown and cut, you know, one way. Like you're like you, you come up to tackle somebody and you're breaking down and the person goes to the right. And so you go to the right. So I, I just was break down and I point which direction. direction. So we're doing that. We're doing other drills and stuff. And, I had the the medicine ball outside, and he's like, "What's with, what's for the medicine ball for, Dad?" And I'm like, "We'll get to that later." <laughs> <laughs> and so I got a whole smorgasbord yeah. of excitement that we're gonna yeah. go through. And so he is tired, man. I mean, I and I didn't mean to necessarily. We're just out there having fun. He really does love it, and um, he he's, he's like, "Oh, Dad, Dad, can I get some water? You think are we done?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we're done." And I go, "Um, uh, but the last thing you got to pick up this medicine ball." And you got to carry it around the driveway five times. And he's like, with the helmet on? I'm like, with the helmet on. And this medicine ball is too big for him to put his arms around. So it's like a strong man ball. It's a strong man ball <laughs> for a nine-year-old. Yeah. And uh, I go, um, I go, and I arbitrarily picked five. I have no idea if this ball is going to be heavy for him or light. Well, what was the weight? 14 pounds. Okay. Which is 
a good amount of weight. It's a good amount of yeah, weight. Yeah. And so not um, be holding by grip, but right. don't be holding by like a hug. Like a hug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bear <laughs> hug. And uh so and I arbitrarily picked five. I didn't know if he could do one or ten. Like Oh, I, totally. You don't who know. Who knows? And so he picks it up and he's like, Okay, he starts walking and you can tell right away that he doesn't know that like if you just hold something like that heavy almost as long as you can in one position, you're going to be better off than trying to switch it all the time. Of course. You're wasting energy. Every switching movement's it. energy wasting. Right. And so he picks it up right away and I'm like, Hey, squeeze it hard against your chest and try not to move your arms. Just squeeze it hard and like push your hips into it and carry it like that for as long as you can. He's like, okay. And he's doing it and doing it and doing it. And, um, he gets, uh, to, Oh, sorry. That the first time I didn't tell him that he drops it at round three. Okay. Okay. Drops it at round three, comes around and he goes to like reposition it again and it slips down off his knee and he's like, try almost like one hand in it. And then he falls to the ground and he's like, Oh, and you know how he gets, he, my son is so, he thinks that he has to do everything right. The first time, like he has to, this why, why shouldn't I not be good at this, this is the first time I've done it. And, uh, <laughs> I wonder where he gets that. Um, <laughs> and so he, He's like, I want to do it again. And I'm thinking to myself, I watched him struggle to get three. Like, I, I'm going to be out here all night if this is the For way this more, goes. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, man. I go, I go, listen. And I told him arbitrarily picked five. I go, I don't, I had no idea. I picked five. If I would have said three, you would have made it to three and thought your night was great. But I picked five and you made it to three. So it's okay. You don't have to. Next time, that's something to work for. And he's like, no, I want to do it. He's just going to make me happy if I do it. Oh, my like, God. Okay. I'm like, okay. Um, and so he picks it up and that's when I go, just pull it against your chest as hard as you can. Don't move your arms. And he, uh, gets around to like three and he's kind of like struggling. You can see it in his face and he's like, but he never like, he never broke. Uh, it, it was weird. I saw in his face that it never broke that he didn't think he could do it. Like, you know, when that, like you take somebody's soul and they're like, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm done. Like there was never that look in that second round. I was like, he might fucking have this. He got around three, four, five. Fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> and he put it down and he was like, Ew. I'm like, man, dude, that was pretty cool to see the determination. Like in just your kid that like, yeah. they didn't give up. It doesn't have to do with football. It doesn't On have to do any with skill set, anything. Watching just, anyone commit to themselves again yeah. and again and again yeah. is inspiring at any age level, right? Mm -hmm. There's that video of the little girl who looks way too small to be doing box jumps on a stool. <laughs> oh yeah. And you so see her cute. struggling yeah. again and yeah. again and yeah. again, and then she gets it. And, oh. like, oh. and, and you're watching this little girl and you're yeah. like, oh yeah. 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 Super hyped. One more quick story and we'll get into what we're going to talk about. I'm so sorry. But then last night you got to watch the Milwaukee Brewers. I watched the, it. You watched the game, yeah. the highlights? Yeah. Did you see that kid who just got called? Oh, up? yeah. I was at the game. What? Yeah. Josh. Yeah. Josh and I went with Charlie and Tucker. Awesome. Dude. Awesome. It was unreal. For people that don't know, this guy just got called up to the major leagues for the very first time in his career yesterday. He was playing in Nashville or somewhere and gets called up that day to play in that night's game. His first at bat, he hits a single. I think his second at bat, he hits a single. And then I think it's his third at bat. He ties the game with a hit. That's right. And then the and next then he inning, has the RBI. That, sorry, keep going. And then the next inning, he makes two catches that 
could have been what well, the one was going to be a home run, but he gets his glove at the wall, slams into the wall, lands on his butt, catches the ball. The second one in the same inning, he, it's deep left or sorry, deep center, right, right center. He's right. He's in right field. He plays right field. So it's right center. He runs, 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 catches the ball, bam, slams into the wall, holds on to it. Okay. The next inning is the eighth inning, the bottom of the eighth, and they're tied three to three. He tied the game with a single. It's runners on first and third, and I think one out, and he ropes one to the right field. It's a pop fly, but it wasn't a pop, pop fly. He crushed it. It almost landed. The guy caught it. The guy tags at third. RBI. Throws it home. Saw it. Yeah. Freaking win the game. So dope. I mean, the... um, and to think about his teammates, I think the coolest thing probably would have actually been a teammate to watch it happen because they remember their first time. Totally. They're like, this kid just freaking did this on yeah. his first major league appearance. They're like, I did nothing. I struck out three times. Oh, yeah. And how many of those stories do you see? Like, right. I'm lucky if I got like one catch, yeah. one hit. Yeah. Even if it was a grounder and yeah. an out, you're like, at least I touched the ball, you know, Man, at a major league level. Awesome. It's a great first game. Are you kidding what, me? It, it was the best. Shout game. out to uh, the Brewers, yeah, Brewers uh, back office and ownership for bringing yeah. the kid up, huh? And shout out to the Brewers for a great park. They got a great oh, park. Oh, dude, Miller Park is unquestionably one of the best. It's beautiful, man. In my mind. Good food, good beers, good people, mm, great people, man. They it's were all so nice. I know, man. People around us were so nice. Tell me, oh, I loved it. So, what are we talking about today? You know, it's funny. I like uh, your story about Tucker, and so I like the idea of how we navigate uh, what we consider to be like failures. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, not like life-altering. I suck at life failures. Yeah. I mean, like. You're new at something. Yeah. You're taking a chance in something. Yeah. You're stumbling, you're learning, you're growing, you're challenging yourself. I think about people's relationship with failure and I, I guess it kind of does tie into fears as well. Like one of my biggest fears is not living up to my potential in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. And one of my biggest struggles is the same as tuck. Like, I don't like to lose. I don't like to fail. I don't like to make mistakes. So I'm constantly working to keep my mind in a position of like, you're learning every day. Mm -hmm. You're a student every day. Yeah. I also think that kind of ties into outcomes, right? You're getting so focused on the win that you're not really focused on the action that leads to winning. Right. Right. So when I think about failures for people and I think about like, our own failures and our own mistakes, even as we were building our reputation as great fitness professionals, right? Like mm-hmm. I can think of plenty of moments in my come up that were embarrassing and too yeah. aggressive in some ways, too soft in other ways, completely abysmal in others. But because I loved this industry, you know, it never deterred me from continuing to try again and right. continue to push forward. Right. I think, uh, and I'm going to, I want to let you finish your thought process because, but I think failure is obviously only dictated by what we consider success, right? So like we put our own mind on what success is yeah. and then we determine, we judge ourselves based on our own interpretation of what our success is. I completely agree and then with that. Once we get there, we say it's a failure. It's like, but you just like, you could say, like you said, part of the success is actually trying. And making those mistakes because if I have this ultimate goal in mind that I didn't get to that I think I failed at, I know that along the way there's 
got to be failures to make me get to that path. It's not a straight path. There is no way you can succeed without failing. Right. And so like you should, why do we think like, oh, it's over. Why do we say the word, when we say the word failure in our minds, we think of literally the end. Right. The end. Why? 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 I completely agree with that. Because in all honesty, right, in all honesty, we wake up and face a new day that's never existed before. Mm-hmm. You have no fucking clue what <laughs> this day is going to bring. Yeah, yeah, not a single clue, right? Yeah. We should be fucking terrified every day <laughs> starting our day. But you're like, here's the tools and the weapons I have yeah. based on my past, right, of all these right. days I've lived right. until today. And now right. you're waking up to this horizon yeah. and the universe is looking at you like, you ready, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Totally. But yet, but but our brains are like, it's okay. It's going to be okay. I got you. We're good. We're good. Like in the back of the mind, it's there somewhere. That's right. You're like, I fucking got this shit. Like when there's coyotes walking down the middle of the street. That's what I'm saying. And you're you're like, I hope my dog doesn't get eaten. Totally. I'm ready. I'm ready to take a coyote out if I'm going. There's no way I'm ready. I think I'm ready. And then I know I'm not ready. Yeah. And so that's what it is. Like you're confronting this new day. Uh, if you're pursuing anything that you care about, anything that you care about, you're bringing all this, um, thoughts with you, right? The thoughts of the actions you need to take care of the thoughts of the success of those actions, the thoughts of the failures of those yeah. actions. Right. And for all the thoughts that we have, what is it like eight eighty thousand thoughts a day? Yeah. I, so I think you might be right. I, yeah, I'm sure that's probably, right? yeah. Let's, let's I mean, just say literally that. I have no idea, but I remember there's an 80 and then 90%. It's like 80,000 thoughts and they're all negative or something. Yeah. 10% positive, 90% negative. If you only had a 50, 50, Mm -hmm. if you got it to 50, 50, 50% of your thoughts were positive. 50% of your thoughts were negative. Never going to (laughs) happen. Already a negative thought right there. Right. Right there. You just said like, that's not going to happen, bro. That's not not even possible. Everybody out there, everybody out there who goes, no, that would not be possible. You just had a negative thought. Yeah. Stop it. In that one moment. Right. But I do think about. Uh, the evidence, right? For you to make it this far mm-hmm. in life. And I think you and I both talked about this. Hey, shout out to the millennials and the Gen Z's who are living their lives online because yeah. in our formative years, there was no proof no. of any of the things that we got into. But I know you and I've talked about this before. Like I feel lucky for having survived. And I mean that survived some of the stupid fucking shit oh that I've God. done as a young man. Yeah. And as I say that, and I think about how lucky we are and how much we've survived and situations we put ourselves in and we've overcome, why should there be any doubt right. when you wake up to a new day right. that you're not going to fucking kill it? Kill it. Like, yeah, you, I mean, you look back and now there's people out there though, that obviously have had a really, really hard times. Oh yeah. And they wake up and they, I would imagine, and I probably, uh, for sure, can say that if I had so many things in my life go wrong, I'd think the world was against me or I'd think, you know, there's something that I did wrong. For, it would be difficult right. to maintain an outlook. No. And, and some people yeah. do it on their own. They it's their, like they make the wrong decisions, but also there's a lot of people that are just not born where I was born and had the, the, the luck and the privilege of what I've like, you know, both parents still married, stay call on Sundays, like way different than somebody's born in a different, you know, environment. And so there's people I'm sure that on a daily basis say to themselves, wake up and go, 
what the fuck's next? They're, you know, it's interesting you say that. Um, cause I agree with you. I think that in these workshops I've done before where we talk about everyone's past and their upbringing are their yeah. own unique yeah. past and upbringing. Right. Yeah. So if you grew up without siblings, are you less than if you grew up with both parents or one parent, are you less than is it, you know, any of these things. Yeah. Right. But at the end of the day, um, you're in a position, right. To, to reflect and accept like, this is where I am, but do I really have to stay here? Right. What do right? I need to do? Yeah. 100% Jay. Like at the end of the day, you have that you, if you're of sound mind and body, you have the capability to make the decision that you are not going to put up with your situation any longer. And you're going to do whatever it takes to change it. Yeah. And I don't want to make small of the things that you're talking about, but I yeah. would also say like some people who got into bad relationships and feel stuck or feel like trapped. Yeah. And even in those moments you, to create a plan, to create a strategy for you mm -hmm. to kind of step out back into your own independence and yeah. redefine yourself. I think there's stories about that kind of shit all the time. Yeah. And, and, and people who literally have dug themselves out of nothing. I mean, there's, we know about the famous people, but there's everyday, Probably Joes, everyday people fucking everyday that Joes that are now have a, have a uh, retirement. Yeah. They can retire. They, that started out in really bad situations. I talked to a guy, I'm not going to uh, give out names or anything like that. Cause I just met this guy and his story, he made it to the top of like, the top, top, top heap of investment banking and big banks and literally grew up in the ghetto. And it's like unreal, his story. And you're sitting there next to him and you like knowing who he worked for at a time and now what he does, you, you just predispose that this person has been given a lot of opportunities right and then to find out where he came from where, like, where he started holy shit man this yeah. guy just wanted it he dude. lives the we started from the bottom now we're here yeah he lives he would it would not not back down he just kept going man and that's just it to me these are the stories that inspire us the most aren't yeah. they yeah i came from shit yeah and i fucking found flowers i fucking started broken and i rebuilt myself yeah Right. And I think there's enough of those stories to build belief in oneself. So I think like that they can accomplish something for themselves. Yeah. I think when you talk about, if you want to go back to like the failure topic, it's funny because, um, really when it comes down to it, uh, failure is either going to make you or break you. Yeah. Right. Like at the end of the day, and you could say failure is setback. Failure is disappointment. Failure is it's whatever I almost got to think about it as like the negative versus positive, right? Yeah. Like the negative in your life is the failure, but <clears throat> it always comes down to man. How are you going to, how are you going to get through it? Are you going to, um, let it dictate your way? Or are you going to dictate? Your I know way? it's one of my favorite movie quotes, man, from one of the worst Rocky movies. <laughs> Five? No, uh, wait, wait, wait. Six. six. Yeah, Double. that's Because yeah. five is uh, the Russian. No, that's four. Oh, it's four? Five is when he goes broke and then fights Tommy Gunn. I hate that one. It's the worst. That's the one. I mean, Rocky Balboa is the worst. Yeah. 
I guess everyone said it's not the worst. Probably five is the worst. That's not the point. Yeah, the speech sorry. is the best to a son. <laughs> yeah. You know, the world's not all sunshines and roses. It'll beat you to your knees and keep you there if you let it. Yeah. But it's not about how hard you hit. It's how, about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much yeah. you can take yeah. and keep moving forward. Right. Yeah. And then the best finish. That's how winning is done. Yeah. I mean, I get chills saying it right yeah. now, but it really is like this fucking storm coming to try to take your fucking soul. Yeah. And you like tearing your shirt off fucking licking your chops and be like let's fucking go bitch well it, it doesn't even have to be that right like you i 100 percent agree that's the mind um the vision that you see of somebody conquering whatever it may be right? yeah like not backing down you have this vision of like this oh, hero sometimes you are you're in the mud and you are oh. just done and crying but like a season of it it's not just some day but you, it's not just one moment yeah, but you like literally there's that one ounce of breath that you oh, still aren't giving up. Yeah. Like, like that's most of the time what the, the feeling is when you're yeah. like, I'm just fucking surviving. It's not, you're ripping your shirt off and you're like, you're yeah, not feeling fucking, powerful in that I'm moment. I'm fucking killing this shit. It's like, Oh fuck dude. Just give me one more day. Just give one, me more, one chance. more chance. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Because everybody out there needs to know that we, we, it's funny. We, you, you said that and I'm, I'm so guilty of what you just did. Like this hero's moment, right? Of like this person is just like stronger than God, you know, yeah. Zeus or whatever you're pitching this person. At. You think about that when you think about overcoming something you, in your mind, you picture this like superhero. It's not, it's like the person that just survives every day to like move a little bit farther now that you say it dude you you remind me of as you say it is like those old <laughs> bruce willis movies where he just looks beat to yes. shit hung over yes yes cut up <laughs> toes and glass yeah. and he's just like fuck yeah man, this is just another yeah. day and that guy the russian guy in the suit is like would you die you know yeah whatever. totally like, come on that's so good no i like that i also uh I can attest to that because I, I believe that that's where you're talking about your resilience. It is yeah. not yeah. this empowering moment. It's this just a moment in front of yeah. me, just a moment in front of me. Yeah. I mean, you and I both love the Navy SEALs. I shout out to anyone who's ever done that in their life. I'm one of those guys that you know really well that thinks that they could have been one at one point and never would have probably been one. So shout out to you guys, man. Fucking right. Yeah. But that's, you watch, uh, you read books and you watch like what they do and they're surviving. I mean, there's always like that one guy that's like, uh, gonna be the guy who kind of keeps everybody together and like he becomes the leader, right? He becomes yeah. the leader of the platoon. It's like that one guy, but none of those guys are like running out of there. Like they're superheroes because they're fucking exhausted and they're dead and they're beat down and they're demoralized, but they just keep moving forward. You know, you actually bring up a point that I didn't even think about till just now is that what they teach you in that work is to depend on each other. Yeah. 100% man. And I think sometimes in our failures, we think that we're in it alone mm. and that, mm. right? Mm. Like even, mm. even when we watch sports, right? A player yeah. misses a pass or he, you know, something and you see another player extend his hand, yeah, like pick him good, up. Man. Yeah. Hey man, we're yeah. with, we're with you still. Yeah, we're yeah, with yeah, us yeah, still. Yeah, you yeah, know what? Yeah. One of my oh, favorite fucking, fuck. yeah. uh, sports moments last year, 
I'm not a Cowboys fan. I want to be clear about that. But there was one game where the fucking kicker missed like oh, two field yes. goals and three was it, extra points yeah. or some shit. Yeah. And CD Lamb was yes. like on the sideline when he was like, "Yo, bro, You're you good. still, you, we still got you. Yeah. How many times you fucking saved our asses because right. we couldn't get it done? Fuck right. that. We got your back. Yeah. Tell me that's not a fucking teammate. Right. And a leader. And a leader. Oh, like, come on, man. Yeah. And so that's, that's what it is. Like, that's what it's about. You figure you got people you can lean on when you can. Teammates, it's interesting you can lean on when that you can. can say that because that maybe that's what maybe that's. I mean, obviously, psychologically, way, you know, back there, that's probably one of the reasons that, you know, I love the game so much is that you, you had your buddies, you had your buddies there to like help you when you messed up, you know, yeah, you, you missed a play, you did that. It was like, we're good. We're good. And even as you say that, the, um, the, uh, shame you feel. Yes, for oh my God. the mistake you made oh, on your teammates for, like, for letting them down, fuck, <laughs> dude. Yeah, it's the worst, oh, but man. it's the best, because, right? Because you care so much. Yeah. It's so beautiful and to like care said, about though, it that. Like much. you said, when you know, if 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 you're listening to this and you haven't watched any Ted Lasso, please, oh, man. I beg you as a human being, please get that, watch get that subscription, Ted Lasso, because that's the embodiment of what like you know, working together with your, we call it a team because it's a sport, but it's just with people working together with people for a goal and knowing that you, everybody's got their backs. And even as you say that, right. Think about every group organization we're a part of, whether you're in sports, you're a part of a family, you're a part of an office where you're working as a team, your actions, your behavior, your attitude all reflects on your success or not. Yeah. And what is it they always say? Like, you're only as strong as your weakest link. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, are you lifting people up or are you tearing them down? Right. Are you fucking trying to show them a better way or are you just like talking about it behind their backs or some shit? Right, 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 right. I mean, I don't, it's not necessarily a topic where I think there's some kind of solution that we're solving. It's more of just like, I wonder where I've had moments in my life where I felt that as a leader, I needed to depict a certain attitude when it comes to that of like perfection, et cetera. Yeah. But I think what it really shows is leadership is really seen when you get up after you get knocked down or the person who supports someone who gets back up after they get knocked down, like extending the hand and bringing back up. I think that's the leadership moment. Yeah. Hey, you're struggling right now, but here's where my failures were, where you maybe see like this level of success, but here's how many times I fucked up on the road to this moment that I'm in yeah. right now. Right. Like you even talked about Ted Lasso. My favorite storyline within the, in that series is between Kent and Jamie, the veteran to the new, the new man who's yeah. like, I'm it. And yeah. you used to be it. Yeah. yeah. Right. But now you're this, like we talk about it being older. You know, watching your son get excited about the game. Yeah. Still watching football on Sundays because I like, it's my favorite thing to tell people whenever, even my mom, even with Laura, I'm like, I'm not forcing my boys to play football or anything like this, but I have not met one single football player from high school all the way up to the NFL that when asked, would you ever play? Like if you could do it all over again, would you play again? Uh, Unequivocally, every single athlete has said yes. Yeah. Yes, I would play that game in a heartbeat again. And I don't know if we're just psychotic in that mess, but all I know is is that I live and died on that field 
I was seen and felt. I was supported and I supported. And we've had wins together. We've had losses together. I grew as a man in those moments. I grew as a leader in those moments. I found my strength in those moments. I found my weaknesses in those moments. And I found my passion, you know, Mm -hmm. in those moments. And that's why you want to still watch the game. I know it might be an eye roll for some of y'all out there, but dude, you can't tell me that when August hits and those two days are coming back in your head and you're like, Oh, fucking two days. I hate it, but I love it. And that's what I want for these kids, man. I just want them to have these moments yeah. where they can experience something they care about. Yeah. The, whether it's anything, whatever, anything. whatever it is, it's, you're just saying that was your experience. And that was my experience. And, uh, you hope that your kids have something like that for sure. Yeah. What's our favorite thing when we used to train new instructors the first day, <laughs> baby, I want you to fail hard. Today's <laughs> fuck up Friday. Yeah. Fuck, fuck up, up Friday. Friday. <laughs> We're going to fuck up. So royally today yeah. to like get yeah. the stink you off what, without dude? failing. It's dude. so weird. I never, so I'm reading some books right now on coaching. Yeah. And, um, it's so interesting because they talk about, um, flushing the mistake and there's this power in actually um, doing a physical movement to like get it off. Like actually, like, like actually, like pretending like roll it yes, up in a ball, ball and, and throw, throw it away. away. Yeah. yeah. Like literally roll it up, throw it away. Cause you're like, that's a fucking mistake. Yeah. Out of here. And so that you know, like there's going to be a lot of those. Oh, yeah. Like there's going to be, like, we're going to identify something. We're not going to like work around it. We're going to identify that. You know what? this is a problem. We're going to just throw it away. We're going to put it over here and go to the next play. Um, and it's like you, you need to find that thing that helps people understand that it's, it's like you said, it's not the end game. It's the process. And if, if, if you can get them to not care as much about the mistake, man, it's interesting because you think about the hesitation that happens when you're thinking about making a mistake. You're not thinking about what you're supposed to be doing. No, you're thinking about, I hope I don't fuck up. Right. And so the hesitation that's created is like, that's why I think some of the best athletes most likely, I mean, you know, there's that famous quote about Michael Jordan. Like I missed every shot. I didn't take like, you know, and then all the stats that show how many shots he actually missed versus how many he made. And like, obviously well how many over. game winners he missed right right we all talk about right. the ones he made but he's like right. i have missed plenty of and game winners he, but he, he guarantee you can see it in him he doesn't care no yeah what was the he, thing in the series there was like he's always present yeah. he doesn't dwell on what happened or what was or what might have happened yeah. it's only in the now why would i think about missing a shot what kind of why well, how does that help me to think about but it's possibly psychologically missing a shot? really hard like there, oh yeah it's very 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 few times you'd ever find somebody thinking that way. I know. And, and that's, that's why we recognize right. that yeah. and are in awe of that kind of thought process. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Good stuff, man. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, for anybody out there that's, you know, going through anything tough, failure, whatever it may be, man, just there are people around you like that team that we talked about, you know, when we were growing up, man, we had friends and teammates or bandmates or theater mates that were like there for you. And, 
you know, you probably don't have that right now because as a society, we just, we compartmentalize everything, work, home, whatever it may be like, and you don't have a community to really rely on sometimes, but there are people out there that do want to help and do, you know, want to be the teammate for you. So fucking right. Right. Love talking to you, bro. Cheers. Until <laughs> next time. Yeah, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Yep. Love you. Love you, man. <laughs>